0: Gong. I could sum up this entire Queen deep dive with that word, gong, because that's a prominent sound in this song. Ladies and gents, welcome. I'm Charlie Tate, digging into Queen deep as we go through every single song on every single studio album throughout their entire career. And I am on dive number 16. We're creeping up to 20. What am I going to do with myself when I hit 20 or 50? <gasps> it's going to happen, you guys, because I'm going to hit like 100 or 150, and I'm going to wonder where they all went. I'm looking forward to it. I, I love doing this. Every time I do this, I learn something new about these songs that I already know so much about, and I've heard so many times, but to find out, oh, wow. This artist in this band was inspired by this, or hey, this song was written after this happened. Those are the kinds of things that I love as an obsessed fan. It's great. So, yes, dive number 16, track number six. We are kicking off the Black Side, or Side Two, or Side B, or whatever you want to call it, of Queen's album Queen Two, released in 74. And yes, This is the first song on the black side, the first Freddie Mercury composition on the entire album. I do find it fascinating, interesting, and very cool that the guys broke down the tracks the way they did. I mean, typically, you look at a track list for any album and you see a Brian song, a Freddie song, a Brian song, a Brian song, a Roger song, a Freddie song, a Freddie song. You know, it's it's very random, or so it seems. I'm sure there's a lot of strategy behind the track list. There has to be. I know I agonize over the, the order of tracks on an album. It's very important, actually. Maybe not so much now, but way back, it was very important to consider the flow of the songs and the story they told and the cohesiveness, etc. But this is the only album where you have All of Brian's songs on the first side, the white side, save one, which we just did, The Loser in the End by Roger Taylor. And you have all of Freddie's tracks on this side, on the black side. So it just so happened that way. I think it was a great strategy because you have the white side and the black side. And it allowed for the opening of Brian's very poised, nostalgic, emotional, glam rock and then here we kick off Freddie's very sort of organized chaos with this progressive glam rock. So very exciting to get into this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ogre Battle. Every time I hear this song or think about it, I, and I know, ogres are not really a big thing in Lord of the Rings, but that's what I think about. <laughs> I think about Lord of the Rings and orcs and goblins. I just think about it a lot. So I I love this song for that reason as well. But uh, yeah, this is a great energy song. Progressive heavy metal. I still can't believe you guys that I love stuff that is considered heavy metal. I mean, I am a girl that is all about, or at least used to be all about pop, atmospheric, trance, dance music. I was anything but a rock lover especially in my childhood. And here I am loving something that's heavy metal. It's just very cool. This was written in 71. So years, years before Queen had an album or a hit and written on, well, no, hold on, hold on. Just hold on a minute. (laughs) We'll get to the fun facts in a minute because this is one of them. This is about 110 beats per minute. I know it doesn't sound very fast when you consider the tracks that came before it, but there's a lot of heavy energy here. We're gonna dig into it and get through it. Step by heavy battle clashing step. 4-4 time signature. But of course, as with any and almost every Freddie composition, we have a plethora of keys. We've got A minor, G major, G major, A major, B major, and a little D major as well. So this is all heavy metal with thundering drums, unrelenting power chords, and a fantasy lyric with pipers and black crows leading up to a clash with the evil ogre men. A lot of riffs, a lot of unison playing with the bass and the guitar and the drums, even in quite a few moments, just bashing away simultaneously the same rhythm, the same chords. It's very powerful thrashing stuff. And Freddie's voice here, as it is in most of these earlier 70s tracks, is just full on energy, clear as a bell, lots of power, lots of weight, incredibly loose and versatile. Yes its awesomeness. This was played about 300 times live by the guys, often a favorite due to its thrashing metal energy. They would throw out smoke effects and flashes of light to emphasize the battle moments in the bridge of the song. It was played for the first time live at the Marquee Club in London in December 72. That was before the guys even had an album out, so that's worth noting. Prominently on set list, and yes, indeed, included in every show into 1977. Particularly strong and assertive energy when live, considering the studio cuts complex layered harmonies and instrumentation, It still goes over very, very well in a live setting with lots of guitar feedback in the intro and effects that kick off many a live performance, especially the live at the Hippodrome in 73, which unfortunately, if you have that bootleg, you'll notice straight away that Freddie's voice is really low in the mix in comparison to other live performances, but you get all of that instrumentation in full force, and you can really enjoy Brian's long feedback, ridden introduction of that recording. It's quite awesome, actually. Interesting note about this song, it was never a single, but the band said if they had released a second single from Queen 2, it would have been either Ogre Battle or the Fairy Fellers' Master Stroke, respectively. So that's, that's interesting. But I think it would have been a wise choice considering the guys played this live at every single show into 1977, all the way through all those years. And it always was a pretty massive hit. What are we singing about? Oh my gosh. It's exactly what <laughs> the title says. It is a fantastical track as a lot of these early Freddie tracks are. All about mythical ogres, including a battle, of course. Of course, it all leads up to this climactic moment. So fun facts, yes, we're digging into it now. Written by Freddie on guitar, like earlier songs such as Liar or Great King Rat. So this, what this does is creates a different ambience to the songs, right? Because he began to write on the piano as as their career went on more and more and more. And I think that's where you get the more complex, more melodic arrangements. But here, it's a lot of thrashing guitar chords. And likely, many, if not all of the riffs and fills in Ogre Battle were actually created by Freddie, even though he wasn't a fantastic guitar player. If you've seen live performances in their later years, in the 80s, you've seen him play guitar. Crazy little thing called love. That is like the, one of the one times, maybe the one time, you see him pick up a guitar and play it while he sings. And he'll even tell you in interviews, I wasn't that great at playing guitar. I can play a few chords and that's pretty much it. But it went to good use as you see here with songs like this one and Liar. Hello. Oh my gosh. Liar is fantastic. The beginning of the song is the ending backwards. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And also a series of Japanese role-playing strategy video games share a name with this song, Ogre Battle. Later installments of that same series have titles that reference other Queen tracks like Ogre Battle, The March of the Black Queen, or Ogre Battle, Let Us Cling Together, which Let Us Cling Together is a little sort of a nod, an ode to their Japanese audience that they loved. And of course the, the Japanese Fans of Queen were so enthralled with them. We'll, we'll talk more about that as we get through the albums. Paul Diano, who was Iron Maiden's lead singer from 1977 through 1981, said, This was the first thrash metal song he ever heard. Cool. <laughs> Interesting little facts. I did not know pretty much any of those before I started doing this research. So it just goes to show you, no matter how many times you listen to a song, no matter how well you know the music and the arrangements in the song, there's always going to be something that jumps out and surprises you. And the song itself, how does it go? Well, there's a slow rise. It comes out of nothingness with a flanger effect like a rushing air or an incoming craft. It sounds like something coming from a far distance. Building, booming, there's a slow rising low frequency with it, the gong, and then we suddenly get that harmony scream. Ah! (laughs) The high harmonies, all courtesy of Roger, by the way. Yes, Freddie has lead vocals here, but Raj contributes quite a bit. The backwards guitars, the pounding, the bass, all in unison. And then suddenly, seamlessly, flawlessly, we shift into a forward motion. Suddenly, it turns around. We're going into the track. Crazy arpeggios rising and swirling into a massive battle cry. Again, all Raj in unison with a big crashing power chord of guitars and bass. And then Freddie begins... Once upon a time, an old man told me a fable. Immediately, the guitars and bass and drums and vocals, all in storytelling, gloriousness, complementing each other so well, unified, polished, but oh, so energetic. There's some layered vox from Freddie that emphasize the end of the phrase here with a percussive pause. And high-speed guitar riffs and drum rolls take us into the fray. Come tonight, come to the ogre site. Freddie screams out in harmony with himself as Brian's guitar accents those spaces in between the vocals. Then as the phrase concludes, everything in unison again, boldly resolving, it stops. That moment, this right here is the pause that would often be extended in concert to hype the audience. You inevitably would have people going, yeah! And you know, freaking out and just screaming out because, They knew what was coming. We were going to dive right back into the battle. Crash, the second verse begins, digging in with those guitars, grittier stuff, incredibly impressive bass, drums, guitars. Everything is so good here. Freddie, everything, all of it is wrapped up and tied in and aggressive and thrashing and fun. A fantastic recap of the driving intro comes again with Roger screams, again, so fabulous. And Freddie rises to the occasion with an enthusiastic, (laughs) it's so fun. I love when he does this kind of stuff. It feels so improvised, but I'm sure probably very strategically placed. There's a persisting repetitive series of chords that takes us into battle with Freddie elaborating on the building tension, perfect accents of licks, riffs, rolls. There's a key change. We go up. More gritty guitars, a transition into the bloody, brazen, bold, loud, and screaming battle bridge sequence. This feels and sounds like a big old mess, but it's so fun and organized at the same time. You kind of don't know what to listen to. You have to listen to it multiple times. Tremolo's pentatonic bass guitar. Everything kind of calms down, very suddenly comes to an abrupt halt. And once the fight is over, the music isn't quite so full, but it's just as energized. We get one last rousing encouragement to come to ogre battle and dive back into the intro chord progressions. Again, the bass, the drums, the guitars all play the same motif of scales and notes, culminating into Roger's epic "Ah!" one more time. And then that gong, <laughs> that gong that I mentioned is there. We're finished. That's it. <laughs> that is ogre, battle. So fun, you guys. Really a great, energetic moment. And I think is a really nice teaser of what we would get with some tracks from Freddie later, some of them, one of them in particular, on this album itself. But we see. This incredible building of his, the transitions of the melodies and the seamless flow going from this energy to that energy. And it's just so impressive. You can really hear the complexities behind all of it. But ogre battle. Ogre battle, fight. And get out there and enjoy this for yourself. Go check out some live performances. I mean, you got no excuse. They performed it almost 300 times. I'm sure all 300 recordings are not available, but I'm sure many of them are. So go pick one and enjoy and have fun. Ogre battle. It's funny. I was actually just watching Lord of the Rings. I'm right in the middle of it. I'm I'm right in the middle. I just finished The Two Towers last night, and now I need to resolve it with The Return of the King. Ah, some of my favorite movies right there. Ogre battle. Go listen to some more Queen, and I'll be back again. Keep yourselves alive. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. Kick it. Ogre battle. Gong.